the latest News Hub poll asked whether people thought the government should subsidise dental visits the way we subsidise doctors' visits. 83.7% of people who were polled said yes, and there are hopes this will be addressed on Thursday's budget. The person mentioned in the News Hub story is a dental assistant. She's living with pain because she can't afford to go to the dentist. Should this be a key plank in our wellbeing budget? To discuss, I'm joined by New Zealand Dental Association Access to Care spokesperson, Dr Katie Ayers. Very good morning to you. Good morning, Kerry. So I've had a couple of callers on this morning saying it's all about personal responsibility. People do not have bad teeth if they look after themselves. And why should other taxpayers subsidise people who have appalling oral hygiene habits? Where do you stand on that? Well, there are a lot of factors in the causation of dental problems um, and, of course, oral hygiene and diet um, play a part in that. But um, sometimes people have less control over those things than than you might think, um, depending on their social circumstances. And um, certainly once individuals get into a situation where they've got uh, significant dental pain, it's just not fair that uh, they need to uh, to to continue on with it uh, because they can't afford to get it fixed. Mm. What would be the ideal situation for all taxpayers in New Zealand as far as you can see? Well, we did uh, quite a um, good report about this um, prior to the last election yeah. and what we recommended to the government was as a first step they should increase the special needs grant for access to urgent dental care from $300 to $1,000. So that would only be for beneficiaries, those in receipt of a benefit, but it would provide an ambulance at the bottom of the cliff for those people with significant pain. Um, Going on from there, our recommendation was to provide basic dental care for young people aged 18 to 24 because we see that's when the inequalities usually start happening and that's where young people are often um, starting to need teeth removed, particularly those in poverty. Um, And then after that, we were looking at um, different sorts of programs for high-risk individuals, um, such as those with particular medical problems that might compromise their oral health and vice versa. Mm. I think people, people listening will be thinking... You know, I've got a job, I'm probably considered middle class. There is no way I can afford to take my family to the dentist for anything that beyond the most basic. The, the trouble with dentistry is it's very very expensive to provide. And so when um, an individual goes to the doctor, the government pays a portion of that cost, uh, which doesn't happen for dentistry. But what we do know is that if we had universal free access to dental care, it would just come at an enormous cost to the government, which we assume the government wouldn't want to um, commit to. So that's why we uh, suggested a staged approach. Yeah, and I can understand that. And yet all people are granted access to GPs through subsidies. That's right. So that would be another way of doing it would be to you know, provide a subsidy of, I don't know, five, $500 or $1,000 mm. per individual. But you know, it, um, it would depend on, you'd have to have a very clear idea about what you were actually subsidising because you wouldn't want to be subsidising cosmetic treatment, mm. for example. 
Mind you wouldn't be able to get much done with five hundred dollars for your cosmetics. Well, that's would you? a problem. That's <laughs> yeah. a problem. But it would be that would certainly cover a couple of checkups and some cleaning and a fluoride varnish and some X rays a couple of times a year. Um, you know, so sometimes providing the preventive care is actually a better option than yeah. you know that's having true. people progress to much more severe dental disease. Well, it looks like the. Um, uh, government is going to be, well, certainly there's indications that they will be um, upping the wins limit and upping the, the grants for emergency care. So at least perhaps some part of your recommendations are being listened yep. to. Yeah, and that was exactly what our first recommendation was. And um, they certainly did promise that prior to the election. Mm. So we're really hoping that they will deliver on that promise tomorrow. And for people who say, look, really, how bad can it be to lose a couple of teeth? It's pretty serious, isn't it? Oh, well, it can be. It can even be life-threatening. Um, and a lot of New Zealand dentists these days are providing quite a lot of voluntary treatment um, around the country. And what we see when we do that is, is people presenting needing all their teeth out. Uh, and, and sometimes they've had quite extreme pain and infection for several years before, um, before they access any care. So it is a significant health concern. Yeah. Thank you for your time, Dr. Ears. I do appreciate it. Dr. Katie Ears, uh, Access to Care, uh, New Zealand Dental Association, Access to Care spokesperson.